Hello, and welcome to the Happiness Through Leadership podcast. My name is Trina Chabot, and this is where we talk about the things that we can do to have true and lasting happiness in our lives. Years ago, I was stuck and unhappy. I had everything in life that I ever wanted, but I felt so unfulfilled. When I was at the lowest point in my life, I made the decision to stay in my life and to turn things around. I've spent over 10 years building happiness in the different areas of my life. I realized that I had to become a leader in my life and my relationships to create a foundation for happiness. Now I'm helping others do the same. Well, the snow held off until almost the middle of November this year. That's a pretty average year, meaning we might only have five months of winter here in Winnipeg instead of six like other years. When you live in a climate like this, you either have to not focus on the weather or you have to embrace it, get out there and play in it. I can do either, but what I won't do anymore is complain about it. There's nothing I can do about the weather. The only thing I can do is move, and that's not going to happen anytime soon. So I see the beauty in the snow, and I have sweaters and slippers to cozy up. I also have an amazing husband who likes to get exercise clearing the snow. It's all good. The holidays are next on the list. I didn't set up my Christmas tree at all last year. So this year I had the urge to get it up as soon as possible. In Canada, we had Thanksgiving already a month ago, so I'm ready for the next thing. As I was going through my decorations, I felt the, oh, this stuff again, kind of feeling. Maybe I should buy some new stuff. We're also in a different house and have many new places where I could put things. Then I remembered that it's just all stuff. The holidays are about being with each other in joy, and a different color of garland isn't going to matter. Well, it's actually the lights on the tree that I love to see. I notice the feeling of wanting more stuff and stop it right there in its tracks. Whatever I already have is good enough. I actually went the opposite direction with the decorations this year and pulled out only the meaningful things the baby ornaments, and the things that Paul and I bought together. Most other things are not making the list this year. I'm focusing on quality instead of quantity. So yes, my tree is up already, and I put it right in the front window for everyone to see as they walk by. I could have put it somewhere else, but I wanted to brighten people's days. You see, we did a little Halloween display a couple weeks ago, And the neighbors loved it. It wasn't much, but they said it was the best on the block. A little effort on our part brought joy to others. And that's pretty cool. The tree light timer is also set for the morning at dawn and for the whole dark evening. (laughs) Many people will start to feel festive and not bummed out by the snow 
when they see these kinds of things around. Maybe they will just think I'm crazy. I don't care. Feeling the spirit of the season is something that I have reignited in myself, even if just a little bit. Remember the awe of the holidays when you were a child? The magic of the season? That's a nice place to go back and visit, isn't it? It's nice to get into it instead of thinking, oh, I'm too old for that. So if you want to put up your decorations and bring joy to yourself and others, I say do it. If putting little antlers on your dog is fun, poo-poo to the naysayers. Yes, Paul, I'm talking about you. I'm just having some fun after all. My next podcast will be at the end of December now, so I would like to wish you the happiest of holiday seasons. I caution you about any expectations you are placing on yourself or on others and hope that just being in the moment with people will bring you wonderful memories. One of the tools that help me create an inner foundation for happiness is a herbal supplement that's an adaptogen antioxidant blend. Of course, I sell it now because it's so awesome. Please reach out to me if you'd like to learn more. You can book a discovery session if you want, and we'll talk about whether it's right for you. No pressure to buy anything. The book for this podcast is Happy for No Reason, Seven Steps to Being Happy from the Inside Out by Marcy Shimoff with Carol Klein. Some of you may recognize our authors from the Chicken Soup series. Marcy reminds us that while 50% of our happiness is genetic, 40% is our circumstances, and 10% is our personal baseline or set point. This means that we have quite a bit of influence over our happiness, but we also must recognize that how we are feeling is sometimes just how we feel. We have that natural tendency toward happiness or not toward happiness. So we focus on the 40%. She says that we can be happy because of external circumstances, but our happiness isn't dependent on them. A better strategy may be to bring happiness to our outer experiences rather than trying to extract it from them. She says we were born happy and we can return to happy. We can be happy. We just need to rewire our brains. I get it. This is what I'm doing with my little videos on having fun again. Getting back in touch with who I was as a child how carefree I was, and how I always looked for opportunities to have fun. I'm just a natural goof, so why try to hide it? Marcy presents three guiding principles to live by. Number one, what expands you makes you happier. So this is positive things that get the blood flowing. Happiness, love, optimism, being in flow or in the zone, acceptance, ease, well-being, and connection. Number two, the universe is out to support you. We can see the good and the bad as part of our path. So instead of taking the bad things so seriously or having them be devastating to us, we accept them as learning opportunities. Number three, what you appreciate 
appreciates. This is the whole concept of gratitude. Like attracts like. You will get more of what makes you happy when you focus on that. Marcy suggests using a vision board to place pictures of things that we're happy for. That's a different way to use a vision board, isn't it? When we focus on our well-being, it can be very narrow, like bubble baths and things like that. If we can expand it to include more of these guiding principles, I think that that would really help. You know, one of the things that I notice a lot of is conflict between people and jealousy. I think those people could be happy if they just focused on something else. Marcy says that we must take responsibility for our own happiness, regardless of what is going on in our lives. If we can recognize those things that are robbing us of our happiness, such as complaining and blaming, and switch up those habits, we can create happiness. For example, she told the story of a woman who lost her sight in adulthood. Now, this woman could have fell into a life of self-pity, but instead she chose to empower herself. And so one of the things she did was get a guide dog. So she was able to continue to go bird watching with the guide dog with her husband. And she got her husband to see for her, to describe what he saw in the birds. He would give a description of a bird and she would say, oh, that's this kind of bird. So she was still able to enjoy that part of her life instead of feeling like a victim, right? Here's something I really liked from the book. Marcy told a story of relationship struggles that she and her husband had, I believe. And in therapy, the counselor asked them to rate their relationship on a scale from one to 10. She, well, I guess both of them kind of agreed that it was a six. Instead of the counselor saying, oh, only a six, we've got some work to do. He said, wow, a six, you guys must be doing something right. He totally reframed the situation. I love that. Another quote I liked was, instead of blaming others for your unhappiness, choose to grow. You don't become a winner by making someone else the loser. Well, I think you actually do. <laughs> but the whole point is to focus on yourself rather than others, right? Change the way you look at things, reframe. This concept goes for ourselves as well. We need to stop living in the past, stop blaming ourselves, and find peace with ourselves. So recognizing our brain's automatic negative response can help in both of those scenarios with ourselves and with other people. Focusing on the good things that we've done will help with our happiness and our self-worth. Okay, so all of these thoughts are in our brains. It's what we choose to focus on that really matters. I don't know about men, but a lot of women I know really get stuck in that. We hold on to things instead of punching a wall and moving on. We need to find a way to acknowledge it, yes, but then move on. Instead of saying, I can't believe I was so stupid, say, I'm so proud that I can learn from my mistakes. You know, we would do that for our children or for our friends, but for some reason we can't do it for ourselves. Why is that? If you like mantras to remind yourself to have the right mindset, she gives us this Zen mantra. Thank you for everything. I have no complaints whatsoever. I like that. That helps you to be in gratitude, and I think it's good for relationships too. 
Thank you for everything. I have no complaints whatsoever. Cool. All kinds of things come up in the book that can help us with our inner state. We've talked about some of these before. Your diet, taking big belly breaths, getting good sleep, possibly taking some supplements, getting regular exercise, meditation, listening to what our body wants, surrendering to a higher power, getting in touch with our higher purpose, and surrendering to that as well, even though we want to control every part of our life. And finding something in that higher purpose that we love to do and that is of service to others. Those are all great things. And I find that we don't really work on all of them. We might work on one and it's not going to give us the big results that we're looking for. So those are things that I teach and focus on as well. They're tried and true methods for creating happiness. I believe that when people are ready for happiness over their misery, perhaps when they've hit rock bottom, solutions are available to them, right? We just have to put in the work. So thank you, Marcy and Carol, uh, for lots of great things to think about. If you have articles that you'd like to share with me, or the names of great books on happiness, please message me. If you think you would be a great guest on the podcast, we can talk about that as well. Let's connect. That was a big book to read and an enjoyable one. Just like chicken soup fashion, the book is full of stories from the happy 100, the people who have figured it out, who then share what they've learned with others. Lots of cute little stories in there, lots of lessons to learn. We can all figure happiness out, and this book has tools and strategies to help us do that. You're obviously not going to implement everything, but when you're open to the possibility and start looking, you will find something that works for you. This has been my journey for over 10 years. The journey hasn't been easy, but it has worked. I'm happy from the inside out. Thank you for listening to the Happiness Through Leadership podcast, where we believe that great things are available to us when we become leaders in our own lives. Once we do that, we can help others to do the same. Please visit trinashabot.com to learn more and to connect with me. Let's see if it makes sense to work together. I would love to help you have the life you want. The great news is that it's absolutely possible. See you soon.